turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. Are you ready for the word? Praising. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast and I pray it's being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So, without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. We're sharing a powerful message with you that's called Walking Through Your Open Door, something God wants every child of God to do. Saints of the Most High God, we're blessed people. One of the reasons why is because we have a God who loves us like nobody else will ever do. One of the things that our God will do for us that nobody else will do is open doors of opportunity for me and you. Doors that God wants us to walk through so that we can live the blessed life and be a blessing in life like he wants all of us to do. But in order for us to live the blessed life that God wants us to live and be the blessed people that God wants us to be, we have to walk through the doors that God opened for you and me. Otherwise, we won't ever be the blessed people that God wants us to be or to live the blessed life that God wants us to live. That's why it's so important, brothers and sisters, that we learn to walk through the doors of opportunity that God opens for me and you. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Walking Through Your Open Door. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Luke chapter 6. Amen. Praise God. Each time I think I'm finished with this, the Lord said, no, keep talking. And then when I first start talking, I find out why. Because they get like real, you know, like... Amen. Because folk be like, look, you know, why don't you talk about something else? Because I like hating people. I, I, I like disliking what they're doing. I'm comfortable with that. I'm comfortable with the strife and confusion that exists in my environment. In fact, I'm, I'm getting good at it now. I found me a bunch of people who agree with me. Luke chapter 6, verse 27. Hey, you coming. And not only me, but these letters in red about to hit you too. Verse 26, it says, but I say unto you, which hear... Love your enemies, do good to them which hate you, bless them that curse you, and pray for them which despitefully use you. And unto him that smiteth thee on the one cheek, offer also the other. And him that, that, that taketh away thy cloak, forbid not to take thy cloak also, that cloak also. Give to every man that asketh of thee, and of him that taketh away thy goods, ask them not again. And as ye would that men should do to you, do ye also to them likewise. It says, as ye would that men should do to you, do ye also to them likewise. That's a cute little phrase that we read and where we go right past. But the basic premise of that is, is what people have always called the golden rule. Do as unto others as you would have do unto you. Most of those things that he listed right there are not normal reactions for another person's actions. 
Because if they're trying to take something from you, you're trying to make sure they don't take nothing from you and much less give them something else. If somebody slap you upside your head on one side, you flat out ain't turning the other cheek. If anything, you're lifting up both smitties and you're trying to turn both their cheeks with a right and a left and a left and a right. Amen. If they say something you don't like and stuff, you're talking about their mama and everybody else that you can think about and trying to hurt their feelings and say stuff to them that you know hurts. But yet those are the responses that God said, letters in red, Jesus speaking, says that we're supposed to have is the opposite of what it is that it seems as though we should do. Because what he wants us to do is to respond to people the way we want them to respond to us. Respond to people the way we would want somebody to respond to us versus respond to them the way that they just treated us. See, most of us respond to people the way they treated us. Oh, yes, we do. Say something about me, I'll say something about you. Hit me, I'm hitting you. Come against me, I'm coming against you. Do wrong to me, I ain't doing nothing for you. You expect me to do something for you and you did me wrong? You better get out of my face. Is you crazy? But God said, they might not be. I mean, they might be, but I ain't. And I'm telling you, do good to them regardless of what they do to you. See, this is what separates the men from the boys, the women from the girls, the saints from the ain'ts, the believing saints from the unbelieving saints. This is it right here, right there. Forget how much money you got in your bank account. That ain't what separates. Because a dope man got more money than most people up in here. That ain't what separates. It's not what kind of car you drive. Because them folk got gold rims and gold teeth. And they driving around and stuff like that with, you know, like with better cars than most of us. Yeah, they call it the grill. Don't they call it the grill? Yeah, they got the grill sitting up in there. Whereas they ruined their face and Satan sitting there laughing at them. Don't get mad at me while I'm teaching real good. <laughs> anyway, praise God. But that, none of those are what makes the difference. What makes the difference is can you operate in love regardless? Hearing will they know that you are of me, that you love your brother. Hearing will they know that you're of me, that you love your child, that you love your mother and father, that you love your sister and brother, that you love your husband or wife. That you love your boyfriend or girlfriend. You don't, you don't know, even understand what they did to me. So is, are those conditions your new God? Or is Jesus your Lord? Because if Jesus is your Lord, he has equipped you with the necessary ability to be able to be strong and mighty just like he is rather than wimpish and chumpish and start doing what it is based on what circumstances and situations do. We have the ability to be able to rise up above all of this and be the people of God that God has called us to be regardless. Can I talk to y'all? Herein will you determine whether or not you will have opportunity to maximize the call that God has on your life. Herein is the way that you're going to be able to recognize whether or not you're going to be able to step into the call that God has on your life. Because this card right here that Satan plays is Trump, usually, for everybody else but people who receive their hand from God. This card right here is Trump. This is the ace in the deck. If he can't get nothing else to stop you, this is the one he uses right here. Strife and confusion. He'll drop that in a heartbeat. When it looks like he's about to lose the game, he drops it right there. He just throws that card down and figure he's going to win the hand. Why is that? Because he says most people are going to respond to what happens to him, not operate uh, uh, independent of what's happening to him. But God has separated you from this world. God has sanctified you. 
Sanctification isn't a question of how long your dress is, whether or not you wear makeup. It's whether or not you can love the unlovable. Hearing you've been sanctified. Can I love the one that treat me like crap? Can I turn the other cheek to the one that slaps me upside my head? The one that disrespects me over and 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 over again. Can I be long suffering to them? Wishing that they don't perish. You know, half time we be wishing that they do perish. Wishing that they don't perish. But that they come to repentance. So we have the ability, being a people of dominion and authority, to be able to sow what we want to grow. Not continue in kind. See, most of us continue in kind. We will respond to their response. And when they act nasty, we act nasty. And then they act nasty in their minds, limited minds. They act nasty because we just acted nasty. Oh, see, you're going to do that? Then I'm going to do that. No, not realizing that, we did, that most folk did what they did because of what you did. But most people don't trace it back to the source there. What they do is they just recognize the last thing you did. You hit me. Well, you lost your mind. That's what you do normally with folk that lose their mind. Hey, man, y'all getting quiet up in here. You don't trust me. But you done left me 15 times. So what, what? Come on up in here. You won't loan to me. You ain't never paid back nothing. How many times have I given you money before? How many times have I come through for you before? And every time I come through for you, you go do the wrong thing again. But see, that's operating purely based upon the circumstance and situation. God has made you no longer a mere mortal man. The moment you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you fused together with the power of the living, loving God. And because you're now fused together with the living, loving God, his limitations are now your limitations. And his love is limitless. And so is yours. All you have to do is learn about it and operate according to it. Because once you operate according to it, Satan cannot stop you from that point forward to moving forward into the things that God has in store for you. Because his last card, his last thing that he plays on you no longer works. His last trick don't trick you no more. His last move don't move you no more. The last thing he do, that, that he has in his arsenal has no, you got a Kevlar vest right across your heart. Are you listening to me? Call righteousness that does not allow that to penetrate any longer. That I will not be moved based upon what you do. I will not be moved based upon what you say. I will not. I will not lose control of myself and treat you as you should be treated. But I'm going to remain in control of myself and I'm going to dictate my life even if I can't dictate yours. And in my life, I've determined I'm going to operate in peace. I'm going to operate in joy. I'm going to operate in contentment. Come on, y'all say amen. I'm going to operate in, in I'm not going to allow strife to enter in because I understand wherever strife enters, there's every evil work. Can I talk to y'all? Understand that Satan is a, is a, is a one-two punch artist. He's not a knockout artist. He sets up with a jab because he's coming after the next punch that he wants and that's that next punch that he's really after. Like, for instance, go back to the beginning. The first time he made that, that, that he, uh, uh, he allowed sin, to, he, he helped sin enter into the world. The female Adam was not who he was after. It was the male Adam. But he had to set up the, and use the female Adam to set up the, the male Adam. By causing her to mess up, it opened the door for him to mess up. 
So anytime he does the one thing, that's not what he's after. He's after something else. So whenever he brings strife and confusion in, what he's really after is you opening the door for him to bring in every evil work. I'm teaching real good right now. Anytime that he comes with what he does, strife and confusion is to be followed by every evil work. And so since strife and confusion is to be followed by every evil work, whether you having to fight for the rest of your days and use all your faith to be able to get all this stuff out of your house from every evil work, what you do is cut it off right at the strife level. Stop it right there and all the evil works cannot manifest. Because if strife and, and confusion enters in, the evil works is what he's really after. For instance, can I talk? So like, let's say, for instance, you know, here I am, powerful man of God. If I allow strife to enter in and remain in the midst of my house, I understand that all of Satan's evil works are now having opportunity to manifest in all the rest of my family at that point forward. Watch this now. Y'all ready for this one? Not only does it stop with my family in the natural, it extends to you, my family in the spirit. Which you, you ever notice how, can, can we talk? Have you ever noticed how little sickness comes and remains in this church? It comes, but it can't remain. You want to know why? Because love and unity is in manifestation so strong. It can't remain. It has to die because it does not have an atmosphere. It does not have a culture in which to operate. But if I allow it to manifest and allow it to remain, folk all over the congregation will be getting sick all the time. Your children will start getting sick. Your children will start going into difficulties. I'm teaching real good right now. Have you ever noticed how good the children are in this household? You ever notice how ruly the children are in this household? Somebody asked me why. Because I won't allow, one of the reasons why is because I won't allow strife and confusion to enter into my own house, much less this house here. I won't let it happen. I won't let it happen. I will back up and not say something rather than stand up too strong and keep talking if I recognize every evil work now has opportunity to open in through the door. You have to be discerning. You have to recognize. And see, people think that's a weakness. No, that's a strength. Because even though you too stupid to recognize what's going on, I'm smart enough to see what's going on. And, and can, are y'all ready for this one? And that is, means that you love the people around you to the point that you won't allow every work to enter in to not only consume you and everybody else around you, but you won't let it come in and consume them. Because included in the everybody that's going to be affected is them too. You got to understand your calling is all-encompassing. Everybody say, I'm called. I'm called. And you really are. Genesis chapter 12 teaches you part of your calling. Let's turn there so that you can see it in scripture so you don't think I'm making this stuff up. Genesis chapter 12. You got to understand that your calling is all-encompassing. And it even includes the people who do you wrong. It even includes some of the people that Satan uses to do you wrong. Genesis chapter 1, chapter 12, verse 1. It says, Now the Lord has said unto Abram, Get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred and from thy father's house unto a land that I will show thee. And I will make thee a great nation. And I will bless thee and make thy name great. And thou shalt be a blessing. And I will bless them that bless thee and curse them that curse thee. And in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. Everybody say all families. All families included every family. And all families even included the same ones that he told him to separate himself away from. Because he was supposed to separate himself away from them, sanctify himself from them, 
people don't know that they were uh, um, moon worshipers, you know, just like, uh, uh, let me not get into that right now. They were moon worshipers, and, and, and confusion and stuff like that was always going on, praise God. And, and, and all this other mess was going on up in the middle of that nonsense, you know, because the moon, you know, anyway, I, I, I said I'm not going to get into that right now. They were moon worshipers. And so by being moon worshipers, uh, uh, stuff always went on. Long story short, I'm not getting into that with no detail. But because of that, he says, separate yourself away from them. Get up away from them. But part of the reason why he's separating himself away from them is so that he can be a blessing to them. Not so that he can get away from them and have nothing to do with them. See, it's Satan that gets you to separate yourself away from family and have nothing to do with them. It's Satan that gets folk to leave up out their parents' houses upset, saying, I don't want to deal with them no more. That's Satan. That ain't God. It ain't got nothing to do with God. Because if God does separate you, it's so that you can be a blessing to them. It's so that you can be able to, he can sanctify you to himself long enough for him to be able to develop you the way he wants you to develop you so that you can then turn around and be a blessing to those same people. Amen. So even the people who despitefully use you are people that you're supposed to be a blessing to. That's why it says in Matthew chapter 6 when we was reading, was that Matthew or Mark? Chapter 6 when we was reading, when he was talking about bless those that despitefully use you. See, in this world's mentality, that's crazy. But in God's mentality, that's part of your calling. It's to bless all the families of the earth. All the families of the earth doesn't mean just the ones that treat you good. Just the ones that do you good. Just the ones that do you right. No, everybody. You just got to be a blessing unto them. You get, excuse me, Lord, you get to be a blessing unto them. You even get the chance to be the blessing to the ones that God, excuse me, the ones that Satan used to be able to jam you. It's going to be good today. Praise God. You get to be a blessing. Just chew on that for a second. You get to be a blessing to that same one that jammed you. You're called to do so. And the gifts and callings of God are without repentance. He don't change his mind. Regardless of how they play you, regardless of how they do you, your relationship with the Lord will allow you the ability to be able to be delivered and will also open the door for them to be delivered. And God may even use you to be the one that turns around to be a blessing unto them. Turn to 2 Timothy chapter 4. 2 Timothy chapter 4. Have an ear to hear what the Lord is saying unto you today. No, this ain't one of them shouting messages. But it keeps all that shouting down in the house later. 2 Timothy. 2 Timothy chapter 4. Paul teaching young Timothy. We look at chapter 4. We'll start reading at verse 17. It says, Notwithstanding, the Lord stood with me and strengthened me, that by me the preaching might be fully known, and that all the Gentiles might hear. That all the Gentiles might hear. Those is including the ones that was persecuting Paul. He says, and the Lord shall deliver me from every evil work and will preserve me unto his heavenly kingdom to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. Now, the glory of God is manifested in and through us. The glory of God is manifested in and through us. The greatness of God, all the power of God, all that God is, is manifested in and through us. God is love. That's supposed to be manifested through us. His love allows forgiveness. That should be manifested through us because we live to glorify God. 
And because we live to glorify God, that's what gives, he empowers us to do what it is he's called us to do. And, understand, and, and while doing that, you got to understand that no matter what situation another person puts you in, God will deliver you. No matter what, they, what, what, what path they send you down, whether it requires extra this and extra that and extra this while you deal with them and they foolishness, don't worry about that because God will deliver you. He, no matter what they take you through, God's going to bring you through. No matter what they take you through, God will bring you through. You got to know that regardless of what's going on, God will deliver you. And since God will deliver you, you don't have to do it yourself. Since God's going to deliver you, you don't have to do it yourself. Because most of us, when we're trying to right the wrong in the midst of the situation we're in, we tip the scale and end up making it worse. We, we end up making it worse. Remember the Bible teaches that an uneven balance is an abomination for the Lord? Well, many of us will try to balance the scales because you did that. Now I'm going to do this because you said that. I'm going to say this. That's the balancing of the scales that we try to do by answering railing for railing and evil for evil. But what we end up doing is tipping the scales and also putting into place a spiritual law that exists that says whatsoever man soweth, that shall he so reap. And because of that, strife and confusion will keep on operating into our lives because we're now sowing strife and confusion into another person's life based upon the fact that they sowed it into ours. We answered evil for evil. But you got to know that no matter what situation that goes on, you just stay focused on God and doing what God wants you to do. You just make sure you stay focused on the calling that God has in store for you, that through you, all the nations of the earth is going to be blessed. Through you, all the nations of the earth is going to be blessed. And you just keep on going along being blessed and being a blessing. And don't you worry about how ignorant they decide that they're going to act at any point in time. Ignorant, of course, means unlearned. We ain't saying they're stupid. We're saying that they're ignorant. That there's information that they do not have because if they had the information, we, we want to believe, people of faith, that we are. We want to believe that they would not do what it is they were doing. That they would not do it if they knew that wherever strife and confusion is, there's every evil work. That God who has been protecting them from sickness, now by allowing strife and confusion to enter into the house, it opens up sickness into every single person in that household. It opens up poverty, opens the door for poverty to every single person in that household. It opens the door for failure in the midst of every person in that household. Whereas people who were always succeeding will start seeing failure in the midst of their lives. Because they keep gendering strife and don't even understand what's going on. Because Satan's constantly reminding them that you're doing the right thing. That they deserve what they get. But instead of paying attention to what the word of God has to say. And says love regardless. Everybody shout amen. 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 It's good stuff. Because regardless of what they do to you, you got to remember, keep doing what God's told you to do. And the Lord shall deliver you from every evil work. Well, that's all that we have time for today. We trust that you are blessed by what the Word of God had to say. I really hope that you're seeing what the Word of God says about the doors of opportunity that God has opened for us. Doors of opportunity both to be blessed and to be a blessing like God wants us to be in our lives. I hope that you're seeing the importance of walking through the doors that God opened for me and you so that we can receive and achieve everything that God has planned to prepare for me and you. I don't know about you, but I plan to walk through. I hope you do too. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center. 
1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and check us out. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. I guarantee you that you'll be blessed when you do. And speaking of coming through, I invite all the married people in San Antonio and surrounding areas to a very beneficial fellowship that's held a word of faith just for you, especially if your desire is to draw closer to one another and to have a better marriage. We invite all the married people in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our Covenant Partners Fellowship on this Friday evening. It's a monthly marriage seminar that God has brought here to San Antonio that'll help the marriages here in San Antonio. It's a monthly marriage seminar that you don't have to fly away to or pay half a pay to go to. It's free and it's right here in San Antonio just for you. It's an evening out for the married people that's done on the third Friday of every month where the wildest wedded folk in San Antonio and surrounding areas come together in a casual atmosphere and have food and fun and fellowship and get a powerful word from God that'll help you take your marriage to another level. So come on through. You'll go from being married to happily married, I guarantee you. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. It starts at 7 p.m. and it lasts until, hey, it's a night out. You don't need to find a babysitter because child care is provided at no charge. Neither ride, VIP transportation services available for this too. So come on through and spend one evening out of the month investing in your marriage so that it could be as good as God designed it to be and get even better than you ever thought it could be. Whether both of you come or one of you come, just come on through. You'll be so glad you did that is with or without your boo. And by the way, your boo is the one you're married to. I look forward to seeing you this Friday evening at the Covenant Partners Fellowship at Word of Faith. Don't forget to tune into our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow.